Hello. I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Or don't tell me your name. I'll still love you. Ooh. Um, hey, everybody, it's Harlan Williams. Lots of love happening here at the Harlan Highway Podcast. Thank you for being here. Love to have you here. Um, we have a, a great show today. We're going to be doing, have you heard of this ALS Ice Bucket Challenge? Well, apparently my boss, Mr. Featherstone, has something lined up where I think I'm doing the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge today or something. So, uh, this will be great, a big charity uh, thing today on the show. I'm all for that type of stuff. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, grooming, uh, especially uh, for men, but we will touch on women just a little bit in a sacred kind of way. But we're mostly going to be talking about men and our grooming habits. Are you a good groomer, gentlemen? Because I'm going to be telling you about areas to groom that you might not have groomed before. And I'm also going to tell you about a fancy little device that will help you groom. So there you go. Also, uh, we're going to be taking a phone call from a pavement pounder regarding titty wrinkles. Oh, boy. Yes, those nasty, nasty titty wrinkles. So there you go. we got a lot planned today. It's going to be fun. Uh, put your face brace on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Harland Highway. <laughs> You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harlan Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harlan Highway. You're all going to experience intense... Mental, physical, strength. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Don't let me do it. I'll do it. I swear to God. Don't be such a you're probably asking, why am I feeling so good? Why, why the singing, the chirpiness in my voice, the upbeat tempo to my whole demeanor? Ha, 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 Charles. Ha, 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 Nelson. Ha, 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 ha. Well, how about this? Does this answer your question, boys and girls? Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, that's a man groomer. Okay? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. That's an electrical shaving device called a man groomer. And just prior to sitting down to do the podcast, I I man groomed myself. Now, what that means is this thing, uh, it has an adjustable thing on it, like an adjustable head. So you can, like, cut your hair, which I did. I I cut my own hair with this thing, and then I went down and did the armpits. That's right. How many of you dudes have shaved your armpits in the last 50 years? I bet a lot of you don't even think about that, shaving the old pit hair. Well, let me tell you, it feels good. Yeah, just get in there with the man groover, and you just slide it up and down, and... 
Get the old pit hairs falling down. There, ooh, there's the Brad Pitt hair. That's always the longest one, the Brad Pitt hair. And uh, you can use the man groomer to even go deeper, if you like, down to the, uh, you know, the, oh, 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 Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, oh, oh. You know, if you want if you want to shave the old Charles Nelson Riley, it does that too. But I didn't stop there, boys and girls, Lurtles and Flanardle Blogdens. I clipped my fingernails. I shaved. I mean, holy smokes. It's like a new me. La 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 uh, Excuse me, I'm trying to talk on the phone. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm Charles Nelson Peewee. Oh, oh, Herman. <laughs> Made you look. All right, are you getting annoyed yet? I think I am. Good Lord. Um, so, you know, you guys, seriously, how many of you guys shave your armpits? And I'm not saying you have to, but it's, it might be something you never considered. I don't think I did it till I was in my, like, late 30s or maybe even my mid-40s. I was like, oh, I think I'll try this man thing on my armpits, and it kind of... Freed them up a little. I didn't have like that seaweed hanging down. I didn't have I didn't have like crickets living in my in my armpits. You know. So I don't know if what what your grooming habits are, gents, but maybe something to something new to try, something to consider. It kind of feels nice. It's kind of like you know, it's kind of like you ever see the, these birds that get in the oil slicks when the, when the uh, when the uh, there's big oil spills in the ocean, and you see these birds all gooey, and their feathers are all covered with oil, and they can't fly. When when you shave your armpits out, guys, it feels like you you got wings. You you don't need Red Bull. It's like all that heavy, those mounds of hair under your arms. You, you can flap your arms and feel free. And you can, if you're out laying in the deck chair, you can put your arms behind your head and stretch out. And you don't have to worry about big, greasy underarm beards slapping people in the face. Um, I cut my fingernails. How many of you guys have grown your fingernails long? Every now and then you see guys with long fingernails. You see it a lot on guitar player dudes, too. A lot of the guitar player dudes, instead of like using a pick, they grow along their index fingers or they grow their fingernails long. And it's kind of gross. I'm guilty. I had like four long fingernails, and, and your thumbnails are a whole different thing. And one of the things that hangs you up, you know your nails are long when you go to shake someone's hand and your nail digs into their skin. It's like, hi, I'm Harlan. Hi, I'm John. Ow, you son of a bitch. Sorry, man. You slashed me, dude. What did I do? 
It's like your nails go right into the flesh or you nick someone or, you know, and, 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 and I don't think the girls like the long nails on the guys. I think if you took a poll and ladies, the, the, the ladies that are listening, back me up on this. You guys do not like the long nails on the boys. You don't like the Freddy Kruegers. You don't like the Grizzly Adams fingers. And, you know, guys aren't as prissy. Most guys aren't as prissy as girls. So what happens to me is I get all kinds of fungus under my nails and chocolate, <laughs> you know, like uh, dust and, and motorcycle grease and, uh, you know, chipotle. I'll have like a piece of pork with some sour cream under my nails. You'll get like sesame seeds from a Big Mac stuck under your nails. I think my wallet got stuck. I lost my wallet and car keys under my nails. It's ugly. And then you put your fingers in your mouth, and who knows what what buffet of bacterias gestating under your, your long Freddy Krueger nails, your Cruella de Vils. You got like this bacteria hot tub under your nails, and you're like touching your face and putting your fingers in your mouth and I mean God only knows if you start touching your your girlfriend can you imagine the hours she's going to spend in the clinic you know Mrs. Johnson I've seen yeast infections and I've seen vaginal infections but what you've got is akin to the holocaust I mean this is just this is just unbelievable so it's it's just a horror show, man. So guys, cut your nails, please. If you're a gu- guitar player, I'll give you a little slack, I guess. But you, let me just call you a creepy guitar player. How about that? But play me a play me a Spanish melody, and then give me a back scratch, will you? There, Caesar Romero, or whatever your name is. Oh, 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 oh. But here's the thing. Um, after I did all that, I gave my face a shave, okay? And I also used the man groomer on my beard. You can set the uh, the adjuster on it to five or two or one. So however close you want it, 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 it levels off at that point. And then however you rub it on your beard, your beard will stay consistent. So you could have a short-trim beard. You could have a long-trim beard. Whatever you want, it all kind of stays in place. You know, so it's like you you can't mess it up because there's like this big plastic guard and this grate. You just get in there and it, no matter what you do, you can't go any deeper than the grate on the end of the man trimmer. And so uh, you, your face comes out even. But, but then I went under the beard and got the razor and shaved my face and, the you know, the stuff on my neck. And then I got the old aftershave out, man. I got the aftershave. I splashed it on. Oh, you just feel so fresh like a daisy. Oh, you just feel like a kangaroo hopping around. Hopping around in a field full of petunias. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, 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 oh. All right, I got to get out of this. This is one last question, though. Because that aftershave does feel good. It stings a little bit, but it's kind of refreshing. 
And this might be going too far. This might be getting too personal. But I got to ask the ladies. Ladies, when you do your shaving, and you know where I'm talking about, the Bermuda Triangle. When you trim up the Bermuda Triangle or shave, you know, the one-eyed cyclops or whatever. I don't know what you girls call it. Do you put some kind of aftershave on there? Do you put like, uh, you know, after pussy? I mean, that's just wrong to say. But do you put after vulva cream on or after after landing strip lotion? I don't know. I don't know the wording because I don't know the answer. And I know this might be a bit vulgar and I do apologize. God. But do you put like something on there? Do you put high karate on the the, the JJ after you, you you bald it up or trim it up? And if you do, does it sting the way it does? You remember that scene in uh, Home Alone where the little boy put the uh, Macaulay Culkin slapped the aftershave on his face for the first time, and he just like his eyes popped open like an owl, and he's like, ah! Super shower washing every body part with actual soap, including all my major crevices, including in between my toes and in my belly button, which I never did before but sort of enjoyed. I wash my hair with the don't form in the shampoo and use cream rinse for that just wash shine. I can't seem to find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up when I go out today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. Do you girls do that after you shave down there in the Bermuda Triangle? Do you slap the vajayjay after vajayjay sauce on and ah, your eyes just pop open like giant squids and your tentacles go flat? Yeah! I'm just asking. Crucify me for being naive. How dare you? How dare all of you turn this around on me? Uh, We just want to know. The more us men know about you ladies, the better we can serve you. The better we can understand you. The better we can accommodate you and bow down to your every need and desire and understand you. Yeah, right. Um, So anyways, I'm going to leave it there because it's getting uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. Um, Raj... Let's move on. Play a commercial and let's let's just let's just move on, shall we? Wow! What's that aftershave you're wearing? You high karate aftershave is so powerful it drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, the brisk splash-on aftershave that smooths and soothes and cools. High karate aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. High karate. Be careful how you use it. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. This is a female fan from Ohio. Just got done. Oh, my name's Linda, and I just got done listening to your podcast. And uh, you were talking about titty wrinkles. And now I just have to say thank you for another thing I've got to worry about as I get older. I never thought about titty wrinkles until I listened to your podcast. You had me lurking, looking down my blouse. So uh, thanks, and I'll keep listening to the show. Give it the good work. Bye. Oh, there you go. There, there's another girly thing. Yeah, I talked about this on a podcast uh, recently that some friends of mine had created a uh, a pad 
that women can wear at night. So when they're laying on their sides, their 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 chest, the skin on their chest above their cleavage kind of folds over and causes wrinkles. And I dubbed them titty wrinkles. And my friends invented this pad that uh, you slap on your chest at night and it gets rid of the titty wrinkles. Uh, so if you want to hear that podcast, you can uh, go and listen to it. Um, the titty wrinkles, <laughs> the titty wrinkle pads are available at uh, beautifulchest.com for you ladies that want to uh, get rid of those titty wrinkles. And uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry that I opened your eyes to it, but maybe in a good way I opened your eyes to it. And maybe you have a nice, youthful-looking cleavage right into your 90s. So uh, thank you for calling, and uh, great to hear from you. And uh, you ladies out there, keep the calls coming in. I don't get enough calls from you ladies. I love hearing from you ladies. And, you know, whatever you want, titty wrinkles or, uh, you know, leprechauns, coconuts, anything you want. Uh, What? No, no, no. No, I don't want to go up and see him. I'm in the middle of the podcast. Okay. Roger just signaled me through the uh, sound booth. Are you sure about this? Oh, God. All right. Well, I was having a great podcast right in the middle of it. It turns out my boss, Mr. Featherstone, wants me up in his office pronto. You know what, Roger? Leave me wired up. I, I want my listeners, I want the pavement pounders to hear this because... If 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 I just tell them what he says, they won't believe me because this guy is is off his rocker, and I don't care if he hears that or not. All right, I'm heading up. I've got to go up, and I'm stopping the podcast. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, flirtle noggins and bladingle dangles. I have to go up right now and see my boss on the twelfth floor, <sighs> Mr. Featherstone. God. You couldn't have done this later, Raj? Yes, I'm going. I don't know. It was dark. I couldn't see anything. Well, here I am uh, up on the 12th floor. I'm about to go into my uh, boss's office, Mr. Featherstone. And uh, as you know, he interrupted my podcast. Uh, There's his receptionist. Betty, hello? Betty? Hello? Hello, Betty? Nothing? You never want to acknowledge I'm even alive, do you? Okay, she motions me in, and now I'm going in the door. And there he is, sitting at his desk. Hello, sir, Mr. Featherstone. Who? Mr. Featherstone, sir. Who, what, where, when, and how? I'm sorry, sir? Who, what, where, when, and how? Um, I'm not sure what that means, sir. Well, if you're going to come into my office completely unannounced, a stranger I've never seen before, you better have some answers for me, and I'm talking last Christmas. Sir, I'm not... Who, what, where, and how? Uh, I'm Harlan Williams, sir. I'm in your office. Uh... What for? Because you called me and how I took the elevator. All right, now sit down. See, how hard was that, patty cake, patty cake, 542? Um, I'm sorry, sir. 
What do you want here? What's your name? Sir, it's Harlan Williams. Every time I come up here, you act like you've never met me before. Well, look at you. I wish I hadn't. Sir, that's not very nice. Well, oh, wait a minute. You're that prod-tast guy, aren't you? Sir, again, another thing you always get. It's a podcast. Whatever. Well, that you know, that doesn't make me feel like you're very supportive. You know what's supportive? What, sir? My wife's bra, that's what. The one that hangs on her chest with her giant watermelons, that's what's supportive. If you want some support, you go cry between my wife's uh, milk jugs. Sir? Yeah, you probably wouldn't like milk jugs because you're always down at your uh, funny little bars there on Saturday night. Sir, what, what funny bars? You know, the ones downtown. Sir, I, I, what are you talking about? Oh, come on. You're there Saturday night down at that funny little bar, the, uh, the uh, glazed ham. The glazed ham? Ah. Uh-huh. What? Ah. Uh-huh. Sir, I don't hang out at funny bar. What is this all about, please? I'll tell you what it's all about. Have you heard about this uh, ice bucket challenge uh, deal? Yes, sir. The, uh, the where people uh, get the ice bucket poured over them for the uh, yeah for the ISIS for the ISIS yeah the ISIS ice bucket challenge. No, ISIS is a terrorist group, sir. I think you mean ALS. Don't tell me what I think I know. I don't know. I should know what I don't know. Excuse me, sir? Uh-huh. I- I'm a little mixed up, sir. Before I go any further, let me ask you something. Yes, sir? Have you ever fought it? Oh, here we go. Hey, I'm talking to you. You're going to open your eyes and close your p- pink hole. My pink hole? Yeah. Sir, what? Have you ever farted? Oh, God. Have you ever farted in a veggie stir-fry? Sir, I have never farted in a veggie stir-fry. Why would I do that? Why wouldn't you? Okay, sir, I'm very busy. I'm doing a podcast. prod prap A podcast, sir. Don't raise your voice at me, John Cougar Mellencamp Sr. What? What is this thing about the ice ALS ice bucket challenge? It's old news, kind of like your face. Excuse me, sir? It's old news. Everybody's done it. It's old news, kind of like your face. Well, that's not very nice, sir. Yeah, I could have said a lot worse. Like what? Like your greasy, prune-wrinkled, dumpledink face. Dumpledink? You heard me, dumpledink. Sir, what is it you're getting at here? Let me ask you this. You ever fought in a pirate eye? A pirate eye? You ever seen someone with a... They got a patch over their eye? Yes, sir. I see them at hospitals. I mean, sometimes people lose an eye. They have to wear an eye patch. That's right, but they still got one good eye, right? Yes. Will you ever walk up and fought in a good eye? Sir... You, did, you don't fart in people's eyes, and I don't think they're called pirate eyes. They'll be called what I want to call them in my office, Dumpledink. Stop calling me Dumpledink. Now listen, you're going to do 
uh, the I- ISIS challenge. It's the ILS challenge, sir. Well, that's old, and you're going to do it, but I've changed it. What are you talking about, sir? This old dump in the ice bucket on your head. It's old. Everyone's done it. It's tired. Kind of like your ass cheeks. Sir? Now, we got a whole new thing for you. What is it, sir? Oh, I'm sure you know what it is. It's probably something you already done down at your funny little bars on Saturday night. What? Funny little bars. Oh, I don't know. Why don't we just start with this one? The Ripe Rainbow? The Ripe Rainbow, sir. Right downtown at 4th and 95th. Never heard of it, sir. Sorry. Well, I want you to go and look out my window on the 12th floor. Get it. There you go. Get up. Get your little pixie sticks walking. You're looking out the window? Yes, sir. What do you see down there? I don't know. A bunch of cars and people. Uh-huh. Trees. What else? Uh, there's a truck down there. That's right. What kind of truck? I, it looks like a cement mixer, sir. That's right. And? Well, instead of this boring, shing-a-ding, how-do-you-do, ALS ice bucket thing, that's for pansies. Sir, it's for a very good cause. You shouldn't make fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying I've seen little goyles do it. I've seen old men's do it. I've seen ladies, and I've seen the goyles do it. Sir? The Goyles do it. Sir? The Goyles do it. Sir! And what I think is anyone can do it, so I got a new one for you. Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear this. Before I bring that up, have you ever farted down a gopher hole? Sir, I, I don't fart on things. It's unbelievable. You remember that movie Caddyshack where he threw the dynamite down the gopher hole? Yes, sir. It's a classic. Well, you should try squatting over a gopher hole with your bare uh, glazed ham and crack a bolt of thunder right down the gopher hole. You know what, sir? I I think I'm going to leave. No, what you're going to go is downstairs, and we're replacing the L-A-S-L-I-S-C-C-S-I Miami Bucket Challenge. Sir, listen to me now, Hyman Wire Venus Snitchell. What? I said, listen to me. You're going to start a new trend. Okay, what? You're going to go downstairs. You're going to go outside. You're going to put your head on the ground. And that uh, cement mix is going to roll over your head. How about that? Okay, you know what, sir? I am not putting my life in danger. How would you like this to be your very last plodplast? Are you threatening me, sir? No, I'm telling you, you're going to be fired if you don't do the new cement mixer challenge. Oh, boy. And all you got to do is lay down on the floor on the street. You get a cement mixer, it rolls over your head. You make money for a good cause. And then you stand up, and that night you can go downtown to your funny little bar, the Salty Photocopier. The the Salty Photocopier, sir? That's right. What does that even mean? You know how people like to bend over the photocopier, don't you? No. 
Well, there's a bar downtown called the Salty Photocopier. It's all full of your guy friends. <laughs> sir, I don't. Uh-huh. What, sir? Uh-huh. Why do you always do that? Do what? The aha, aha thing. Why do you go to your funny little bars? I don't go to funny bars. Ah. Uh, there, you just started it. Ah. Uh, stop it. You, oh, hey, there goes my phone. I got to take this call. You get downstairs and stick your head under that cement mixer. Hurry up. No, sir, I'm not. You're going to do it or you're fired. Oh, brother. Hurry up. I got to take this call. Get out of here. Move your uh, sweet turtle snake tuchus. Sir, get out. Jeez, what an asswad. I'm not, I'm not doing this uh, cement mixer thing. Are you crazy? That could permanently damage me. I'm going back to the office. Thank you, Betty. Nice to see you. Oh, the middle finger again. Great, thank you. Same, thanks so much. If, if Mr. Featherstone wants me, I'll be in my studio. I'm not going outside to put my head under a cement mixer truck. See you back in the studio. Now, to be certain that I have this straight, I'll re-recapitulate. What? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I'm down in the street. I tried to come back in the studio. Security put me down in the street, and he's watching from his window. I can see him on the tree. He's waving at me. Hello, sir. Hello, Mr. Featherstone. Ow! God, something just hit me. Like he spit on me. What the hell's wrong with you? Okay, now he's pointing. Lay down. Oh, bro. Okay, here I go. I'm doing the cement mixer challenge. I don't even know what charity it's for. I'm putting my head down on the concrete. I don't think this is going to go well, Roger. Can you still hear me? Yeah. I'm laying down. Here comes the truck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not stopping. I, I didn't think it was... Oh, 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 my face. Oh, it hurts. Oh, crushing my face. Oh, crushing my face. It's crushing my... Get it off. Get it off. George, I think he's got it. Okay, so that didn't go well. Obviously, there's been some time between that charity event that I did and now I had to take some time out in the hospital to have uh, skull surgery and uh, some brain surgery and, you know, just some restructuring of my face and whatnot. But, hey, it was for charity. So, you know... If at the end of the day we can help, whatever. Uh, so here we go. We're at the end of the show. Great way to go out with my head getting crushed.
by a cement mixer. Thank you very much, Mr. Featherstone. Uh, let's do some announcements. Oh, my God. Big night tonight and big weekend. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona tonight at the House of Comedy Comedy Club. It's a brand-new uh, comedy club in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, great room. It's uh, This is the big grand opening. I'm opening the club. And uh, you got to come out and check out this. It's it's like a modern, state-of-the-art comedy club, unlike any club you've ever seen. It's going to be fantastic. Go to harlanwilliams.com for your uh, tickets. The House of Comedy in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, also, the following week, I'll be at Wise Guys in Utah. Incredible club. Salt Lake City, Utah. Wise Guys Comedy Club. All your tickets at harlanwilliams.com. And then the following week, ladies and gentlemen, yes, uh, my stand-up comedy tour begins uh, of Western Canada, the Comzilla Comedy Tour. Uh, again, go to harlanwilliams.com for all the uh, dates, times, Vancouver, Victoria, Port Alberni, Nanaimo, uh, Saskatoon, Regina, uh, ending the, uh, the run at the Calgary Comedy Festival in Calgary. Oh. It's going to be awesome. Comzilla Comedy Tour. It's all there at harlowwilliams.com. You can order your tickets. Do it before these venues sell out because uh, we're getting close, I'll tell you. Um, and also, big news, uh, the second season of my sitcom package deal, my Canadian sitcom package deal, uh, that airs uh, Friday night, September 12th, uh, which is tomorrow night, uh, September 12th at 9 o'clock p.m., City TV, right across Canada. Uh, please check it out. We're very proud of our second season of Package Deal. So a lot of cool stuff there. Also, if you want to write to me, uh, harlowwilliams.com. If you want to call me, you can call me if you're if you're afraid to, uh, to write and you just want to uh, leave me a voicemail, 323-739-4330. The number's also at the website if you want it. And uh, check out uh, allthingscomedy.com, which is a, uh, a podcast network that you can also find my show, um, along with other very funny uh, comedians on there. And don't forget the uh, the merchandise store at harlowwilliams.com where you can pick up T-shirts, videos, music, artwork, books, all kinds of fun stuff there. Uh, and that is it. So I uh, look forward to seeing you guys out on the road as my fall touring season gets underway, bringing the laughter to y'all. And uh, until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. Ow. Ow, that hurt. My skull's still out of line. Ooh. <laughs>